Gillian Devlin in for Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, I happen to be out of the country when all the restrictions were listed, lifted at the weekend. It almost felt like returning to a different place. Really, really strange to hear that, you know, all this eight o'clock curfew and, you know, the, the working from home, all of that was about to change dramatically. And it came as a bit of a shock, uh, a real shock. It came, I'm sure, as a shock to, to lots of people, but we've been getting used to the idea over the last few days. And yet some people are still apprehensive about it. How do you cope if you're feeling nervous about it? We have... Uh, Limerick psychotherapist Judy Maloney and regular on the show here with us this morning. Good morning to you, Judy. Judy, are you there? Uh, hello. Good morning, Judy. Do we have you? Yeah, we I do. hear you. Can you hear me? Uh, I can hear you loud and clear, oh, Judy. Um, so, yeah, I, I suppose there's a bit of anxiety out there with a lot of people. L- lots of people celebrating and lots mm-hmm. of people couldn't wait at the weekend to take advantage of the later drinking hours and the, the, the lack of, you know, restrictions within the hospitality settings that they've been encumbered by for, for almost two years now. Mm-hmm. But lots more people kind of going, I'm not so sure about this. This was all, all very sudden. I know, I know. And understandably, I mean, if you think back, this is two years. It's like at the start of lockdown, we all, it took a while for us to get used to it. But after two years, you know, you do form those habits and you get used to the way we've we've been living. So I think it's even, you know, good to think back to when lockdown happened at the very start, the first couple of months in. Some people loved it. They loved the extra time at home and, you know, I suppose the relief from social settings or parties or whatever it was. So they absolutely loved it, whereas other people struggled a lot. And I think we probably gave more sympathy to people who struggled at the start of lockdown, whereas now there's almost that expectation, and I know people feel that expectation within themselves to just go back to normal, instead of acknowledging that, of course, you'd be anxious after two years of being told we have to live a certain way and keep your distance and it's not safe. I mean, we've been told the message over and over, it's not safe, keep yourself safe, keep away from people. And then all of a sudden, oh yeah, it's fine, you can pretty much go back to normal. So, of course, that, that's very um, unsettling. Because, again, I think a lot of us were in disbelief, going, is, it, is that it? Really? So something we've all wanted, yet when it happens, we're a little bit wary of it. And it's completely understandable. Yeah, and I think that the whole thing of being closer to one another mm. and physical... What I've noticed myself is that my sensory... I don't know how to put it, my... Uh, when I go into places now, I'll notice music much more more quickly, that it's too loud, that the place feels too busy, everything, all that sensory stuff that's going on. Um, I'm far more heightened to that than I would have been pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. Is that something that's commonplace, do you think? Yeah, it would be. Again, if you think everything was stripped back completely back in March initially. So that's when, I suppose... It's like anything, you know, we get, the more exposed we are to things, the less we, well not the less we feel it, the feelings go to a different place. So we kind of are numb to the the external, you know, we don't notice really when it's busy. I mean, if you think back like two or three years, if you were say in town or in a shopping centre or something like that, like the week before Christmas, you know, there'd be people bumping up against you, 
you know, you'd be crammed into a place or if you went out a night out, and a night out in a pub or in a nightclub, you're going to be pretty much squashed in amongst people. Loud noise, people rubbing off you, bumping off you, all this kind of thing. And that that's the world we lived in. We really did. So then if you talk about going into a shop and it's moderately busy and there's music playing, that in comparison is, you, you don't even hear it. Like you said before, you wouldn't have even heard it. Whereas when everything was stripped back, suddenly we're really, like you're saying, your senses are heightened to everything around you. And because we've been told for two years that the world is unsafe. So of course then everything is going to be heightened because we're living on alert. So for a lot of us, we went home straight away. We worked from home. We weren't allowed to go to visit other people. People weren't allowed to visit us. So for a big chunk of it, that's what happened to a lot of us. So then, you know, we're, you, you get used to that. You get used to your own bubble. You know, and I know a lot of people are saying, of all the things they'd like to keep, keep that two metre, you know, that, that kind of social bubble around you. So that will take a long time for us to get used to. And I think just for anyone listening... Do it at your own pace. You know, if you are worried or concerned, you don't have to go back to exactly the way things were. I don't think it's possible that we will go back exactly the way things were anyway. But don't expect the same as you did of yourself before because you have to adjust back to this. And anyone who found it a real struggle at the start will probably, again, find it's a struggle to go back to normal. They might really want it to go back to normal, but they might have those kind of feelings of anxiety or fear or that like a tightness in your chest bit of worry like that's all very very normal because what happened was traumatic and now it's just suddenly been switched off and that's the thing you're saying that's very normal at what point does it not become normal because Mm. you know for some people it probably is that extreme that level of anxiety that they need to do something about it because we all have to live in this world and most of us will probably get used to I'll probably get to a point where I won't notice people bumping up against Mm -hmm. me as much you know and that may come quicker than I even expect but there may be other people who you know months from now are still nervous about going outside the door Absolutely I know that's a really good point Gillian because as you say for most of us it'll be an adjustment a slow adjustment back and before we know it you're kind of back into the way you know the way maybe you were before you won't notice things as much and feel more comfortable around people but for others that's not necessarily a given so what I would suggest is while I'm saying take things slowly and take your time I would really encourage anyone who's fearful about you know doing things that maybe they haven't been doing the past two years to push yourself a little bit Push yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit, even if it's every week, if you decide to do something new. Make a plan with someone, go for a cup of coffee, you know, maybe go to the shop that you didn't go to before, you know, because you've avoided it over COVID or whatever. So gently start to push yourself, because if you don't push yourself back in, there's a real chance that you're going to stay in that stuck place. And you see, we've been, restrictions have been enforced upon us, which was really difficult. But after a while... That becomes our safe space, you see. So if you don't push yourself back out, that becomes then your almost, becomes your cage, really. So to avoid that, push yourself a little bit, challenge yourself. And then if you find, okay, that's really tough, I don't think I can even do that, talk to your friends or family members, talk it out. That's really, really important. Don't just keep it in because everyone else might be very excited to go back to normal and you might feel, oh God, I don't want to, you know, be the one to say, well, I'm not comfortable. Do talk it out. And then if you feel, okay, there's nothing shifting here. I'm not moving. I haven't made any progress. I would definitely seek help around it. 
you can be helped through it. You know, you absolutely can. But we just need a little bit of support. We need to support each other now just as much as we did at the start of lockdown. Yeah, you spoke about talking to friends and family. A lot of people fell out with friends and family over the last two years because people had different viewpoints about this. And uh, also they fell out with friends because, not necessarily fell out, but lost contact. You know, people that you might have seen naturally on a regular basis and had chats with um, but you didn't just didn't see them because you know you were working from home or stuck in a, your own little bubble mm-hmm. uh, and maybe both people's lives have changed dramatically yeah. so th- that friendship is perhaps gone and gone forever uh, do you think loneliness is going I think loneliness mm. is going to be a huge problem post pandemic definitely and I think you know we kind of all took for granted that a lot of us were lonely during the lockdown because it was almost part and parcel of it not for everybody but you know if you're living it on your own particularly you know if you don't have a a big family within your house you're going to feel the loneliness and like you said you know to fall out or to grow distance with your friend because not only you know where you may be working from home or whatever we weren't allowed to see our friends for quite a while that was the reality you know i have friends that aren't in limerick so they're you know in Kerry, different places cork i wasn't allowed to meet them so Naturally, there's going to be, you know, a distance will grow. So I think really it's about, again, trying to reconnect, reach out, reconnect. Now, it may not go back to the way it was. The distance might be too far. But I think, you know, like anything else, all you can do is try and understand that we were all doing our best in a really, really difficult situation. And not to take it so personally, I suppose, because a lot of us were acting out of that place of fear and defence. You know, and some things you might might not be able to repair, but some things you will be. So don't think, OK, well, that's it now. It's that's it's done. The past two years were very, very strange, unprecedented years in our lives. So we all kind of scrambled around in it. I think now it's about trying to get back to where we were, not the same, but where we were in terms of relationships. And, you know, we are social creatures, so not forgetting that to come out of that a little bit and put, that's what I mean by push yourself. When you're lonely, it's very easy just to stay in that place. And it's hard because you feel very vulnerable to reach out to people that maybe haven't talked to properly in a year or two. But just to do that, just to gently do that. So while you do it in your own pace, do push yourself as well and talk to people around you because I think this could be a lot lonelier for people than the lockdowns because now you have people who are out and enjoying the freedom so much and so there will be a li- a li- another gap, you know, between the people who are absolutely loving it and the people who just are not comfortable with it yet. But you're not alone. You're definitely not alone. Two years of a change is what we've all gone through. Is that enough to be considered as conditioning? Oh, it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you can change a habit in a number of weeks. Not to mind two years. You know, it's huge. So there's a lot of us who have, you know, lost people, lost loved ones, lost, lost parents who have had children become parents for the first time. You know, there's huge changes that have happened where in people's lives, I mean, if you have a child, if you have a baby and two years later, you know, you're well into parenthood at that point. You're settled into this is my role now. So like any changes like that that have happened in, in your life over the past two years, you're totally different to who you would have been before. You know, so that what's happened in the last two years will have an impact on us for the rest of our lives. There's no question about that. Yeah, and it's interesting that you mentioned the kids there because there's so many kids who've been born in the pandemic or mm. born were born shortly before it have, and have known no different, really. That's it, yeah. And even, you know, four and five-year-olds, you know, there might have been one or two going into the pandemic, but 
their main conscious memory now will be of all of the pandemic. It won't be of, you know, the time before when they were toddlers. Mm. So you'd have people going, you know, kids going into like Montessori, preschool, maybe even school who are going to find it really, really difficult to adjust. So that's mm. what I mean by, you know, the, the effects of this, we don't know it yet, Gillian. We really don't know what the effects are, but they're with, it's a long-term, a lifelong impact, regardless of what, they, what it is. We can't just come out of this and go back to normal. Well, I think we're going to need your help uh, along the way, too, too, because I'd imagine, I mean, look, we're, everybody's saying it, lots and lots of problems are going to emerge yeah, over the coming yeah. months. This has its, you know, positives, but definitely the, we're still going to be paying a price for a long time to come. But for yeah. this morning, thank you very much, as always, for your advice. Thanks, That's Limerick Psychotherapist, Judy Maloney. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today. With Gillian Devlin, in for Joe Nash on Live 95.